This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, cloudy, 56 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 6th of April, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Clouds will be with us through mid-morning, gradually clearing out this afternoon, and a high of 68. Winds out of the north, 10 to 15 miles an hour, not quite as gusty as originally forecast. Clear skies tonight will have a low of 43. Sunny and 62 on Thursday, and here come the winds. Gusts as high as 30 miles an hour out of the west. Clear Thursday night, a low of 41. Sunshine Friday with a high in the mid-50s and gusty winds. Friday night's low, 35. And Saturday, sunny skies and a high of 66. Right now, cloudy and 56 at the KVOM studios, and we want to congratulate our employee of the day, Bailey Meeks at Moralton Junior High. One obituary announcement to pass along this morning, Charles Whitley Granberry, age 94 of Perry, died on Friday, April 1st. Massive Christian burial will be held this afternoon at 1 o'clock at St. Elizabeth Catholic Church with Father Thomas J. Hart. Burial will be in the parish cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.32 as we turn to news this morning. Conway County's official kickoff event for the 2024 Great North American Solar Eclipse will take place this Friday, April 8th at 1.30 p.m. at the future site of Wayland Holyfield Place at the corner of Moose and Commerce Streets in downtown Moralton. Co-chair Courtney Martin invites the public to attend the event, which is an effort coordinated by the joint work of the City of Moralton, Conway County, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce, Main Street Moralton, and the Moralton Civic Alliance. We need everybody to come out Friday. We're going to have a program. Um, Dr. Clay Sherrod is going to come down from the mountain and tell us a little bit more about the eclipse. We are also, for the first time, we're going to have our t-shirts for sale with the official logo for the town. Um, if people are wondering how to get involved, come out to the event on Friday at 1.30. We are going to have volunteer sign-ups available. If you can't make it to the event, you can also sign up online. Um, right now, that's at arceclipse.com, which is a link through the chamber page, but arkeclipse.com. In addition to Dr. Sherrod's comments, the program will include brief remarks from Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart, and the four event co-chairs, sponsored by a countdown of the two-year mark, 1.50 p.m. A ribbon cutting will close the event. Guests will also have the opportunity to get details on the Holyfield Place project that will be constructed on the site later this year. For more information on that project, visit MainStreetMoralton.org. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Little Rock District is receiving an additional $168.5 million dollars from the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act that will be used for the district's civil works program during fiscal year 2023. The proposed funding will improve the reliability and resilience of the district's multipurpose reservoirs, inland waterway navigation system, and flood control projects. In addition to nearly $93 million for the 12-foot channel deepening project on the Arkansas River, the funds include $62.7 million dollars for operations and maintenance, including a project at Nimrod Dam. The dam, located in western Perry County, is receiving $2 million for crane rehab, design, and repair. The district's continuing authorities program also received an additional $6.2 million in funding allocations. The CAP program allows the Corps to plan, design, and implement water resource projects on a smaller scale, 
without additional project-specific congressional authorization. 735, cloudy, 56 at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 68 with a sunny sky today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 738, cloudy and 56 at the KVOM studios. A status hearing was held Tuesday in the federal case against a Conway man accused of beating a U.S. Capitol Police officer during the January 6, 2021 riot. Peter Francis Steger allegedly used a flagpole to strike the officer. He's been in lockup in D.C. since January of 2021. Prosecutors say they'll be ready for trial by late November. A Plummerville resident convicted of multiple felony charges is among the people for whom Governor Asa Hutchinson intends to grant executive clemency. The governor announced Tuesday that Jeannie Spence is among 10 people he intends to pardon. Spence was convicted of theft of property by deception in Washington County in 1992 and of forgery in Conway County in 2003 and violation of probation the following year. There are no law enforcement objections to the application. Like the other applicants intended for pardons, Spence has completed all jail time, fulfilled all parole and probationary requirements, and paid all fines related to the sentences. There is a 30-day waiting period to receive public feedback on all notices before final action is taken. As COVID-19 case numbers continue to decline across the state and nation, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson says, It's still important to follow all recommendations of the Centers for Disease Control, in particular the recent guidance that anyone over the age of 50 should receive a second booster shot. In a media briefing Tuesday afternoon, the governor said vaccination remains the best protection you can have from a serious illness and hospitalization. And while right now we're in great shape in Arkansas uh, and and across the nation in terms of uh, low cases, everybody thinks that COVID is gone, uh, but uh, those that uh, follow this closely understand that it could very well come back this summer or fall as it did last year. And so COVID is not totally in the rearview mirror. uh, And we want to remind people the importance of getting vaccinated. The Arkansas Department of Health recorded 102 new cases of the virus in Arkansas Tuesday, but the number of active cases in the state dropped below 1,000 to 963. Ten additional deaths were recorded, and hospitalizations declined by six for the day to 103. Locally, there are still five active cases in Conway County and just one active case in Perry County as of Tuesday afternoon, with both numbers unchanged from Monday. 739, let's check our market report. Here's Colin Cahill of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, major indexes were sharply negative today, with comments from the Federal Reserve Governor indicating tighter monetary policy ahead. Uh, the U.S. 
10-year Treasury yield moved past the 2.5% mark on the news to its highest level this year. On the international front, European stocks are sharply lower, while Asian shares trade in the green. All eyes were on Wednesday, while the Federal Reserve is expected to release its meeting minutes, likely given clarity to whether a 50-basis point hike at the next meeting is in the cards. When we're looking at the Dow, it closed at 34,641 points, down 281 points today. NASDAQ closed at 14,204, down 328 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our cousins, AT&T was down 29 cents at $23.89. Bank of America was down 69 cents at $40.14. Center Point Energy was up ten cents at thirty-one dollars and three cents. Deere Co was down three dollars and seventy-four cents at four hundred and thirteen dollars and seventy-one cents. Energy was up a dollar ninety at one hundred and twenty-one dollars and thirty-one cents. Under Armour was down thirty-five cents at fifteen dollars and eighteen cents. Simmons Bank was down twenty-four cents at twenty-six dollars and fifteen cents. Regions Bank was down 15 cents at $21.32. Uh, Southwestern Energy was up 9 cents at $7.54. Tyson's Food was up $34.34 cents at $90.19. Walmart was up 43 cents at $151.47. LiveRamp was down 12 cents at $38.77. Interrepublic Group was down 35 cents at $34.77. Nextera Energy was up $0.71 cents at $86.33. Natural Gas was up $0.34 cents at $6.05. Precious Metals were mixed as gold was down $7.70 at $1,926.30. Silver was down $0.17 cents at $24.42. I'm Colin Cahill with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. Taking a look at our community calendar, the Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton is holding a gospel meeting tonight with guest speaker Glenn Newton of the Agape Church of Christ in St. John's, Florida, who will speak on Conversations with God. Service time is at 7, a dinner will be served at 6, and all are welcome. Portland Missionary Baptist Church in Plummerville wraps up its spring revival meeting today. Meetings start at 4, 5, 6, and 7 p.m., with the guest speaker, Pastor Brandon White, from Indian Mission Baptist Church in Smithville, Oklahoma. The Conway County District Court will host a retirement reception for Mark Sponer Thursday afternoon from 3 until 5 at the District Court Office, 118 South Moose Street in Moralton. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary is taking pre-orders for its annual Easter bake sale. You can email ct.deeh at sbcglobal.net or text 501-208-3840 or 501-208-6447 with your order by this Friday. Pre-orders can be picked up in the Hickey Building on April 15th from 9 a.m. till noon. All proceeds will go toward the ongoing improvement projects at the hospital. The Conway County Election Commission meets Friday at noon in the first floor conference room at the courthouse in Moralton and Riverview Baptist Christian School is hosting its annual spring fish fry this Friday. The meal will include catfish, hush puppies, french fries, coleslaw, baked beans, dessert, and a drink. The meal will be dine-in or carry-out and served from 4.30 to 7 p.m. in the school gymnasium. 
The cost is a donation to the school. To place an order in advance, call 501-215-1752. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM Podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 744, coming up a little later on on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Mary Clark from the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather. Cloudy and 56 degrees, KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Vion's News, Watch for Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Well, the wins keep coming for the Marlton High School baseball team. The Devil Dogs used a six-run second inning to cruise to an 11-2 victory over Ozark in a 4A4 conference game on the road last night. Sophomore Hunter White led the offensive onslaught with a double, a cripple, and four RBIs. Sophomore Gray Morrow and junior Jackson Dixon each had two hits and an RBI. Sophomore Luke Carner earned the win on the mound, allowing two runs on four hits with seven strikeouts over four and a third innings. Freshman Caden Mueller had eight strikeouts over two and two-thirds scoreless innings in relief. Devil Dogs are now 11-0 overall, 3-0 in conference play, and they'll start playing a tournament at Wonderview on Friday with a game against McCrory at 4 p.m. Junior Olivia Self and sophomore Sophia Warman both homered, and seniors Marty Heidenreich and Lakin Lawrence had two hits apiece as the Marlton High School softball team beat Ozark 15-2 in 4A4 conference action Tuesday night in Ozark. Devil Dogs are now 10-3 overall, 3-0 in conference play. They'll play a non-conference game at Sylvan Hills on Thursday. Dylan Leak hit for the cycle and had two of the teams at seven home runs as the number two ranked University of Arkansas baseball team pounded Central Arkansas 21-9 on Tuesday night in Fayetteville. Leak drove in five runs. Jace Borfin went deep twice and Braden Webb had a grand slam as the Razorbacks scored in every inning to easily pick up their 22nd win of the season against five losses. The Hogs start a three-game series at Florida on Thursday. The ninth-ranked Arkansas softball team traveled to Conway Tuesday night to get their win over UCA 6-4. The 25-7 Razorbacks return home to face Auburn on Friday. St. Louis Cardinals wrapped up their spring exhibition slate of games with a 7-0 win over the Miami Marlins on Tuesday. Opening day for the 2022 regular season is tomorrow. The Cardinals open at home against Pittsburgh. You'll be able to hear that game and every Cards game throughout the season live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800 and on 92.7 Jack FM. First pitch is scheduled for 3.15 p.m. Special extended pregame coverage for opening day ceremonies will start at 1.40 for tomorrow's game. 7.48 now as we look at weather on this Wednesday. and We have a low temperature this morning of 53 degrees, high yesterday was 77. A year ago today, the low was 
57 with a high of 79. With no measurable rainfall the last 24 hours. Total for the year is at 16.73 inches at the KVOM Studios. Sunset this evening is 7 at 36. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.50. And forecast for today calls for some clouds this morning. Gradual clearing through the day. Afternoon high near 68 degrees. We'll have... Uh, 10 to 15 mile per hour winds throughout the day and clear skies tonight low around 43 tomorrow sunny high near 62 but wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour and then even cooler on friday with mostly sunny skies high only in the mid 50s and those strong wind gusts again on friday and a cold night friday night mid 30s the expected low and then Bit of a warm-up for the weekend. We'll be back in the upper 70s for high by Sunday. Right now, though, we have clouds, 57 degrees in Moralton, 10 minutes in front of 8 o'clock on KVOM, and Newswatch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.53 now in KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Mary Clark with the University of Arkansas Community College at Marlton. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. All right. Good to have you in for Thank the you. monthly visit and, of course, getting near, believe it or not, winding down the, the spring semester yes, at the we've college. Yes, We've got about a month of classes left. Our graduation will be May 14th at Devil Dog Arena, so we're really excited about that. Um, and we have started on Monday, we started registration for um, our May intercession and then our two summer terms and our fall semester. Um, and right now we're doing a registration for current students only. They meet with their advisor and then they can go online and register. Um, and we will begin uh, registration for everybody, for all new students as well, on April 18th. Um, but the May intercession is a two-week uh, course. It's it's a great way to get a three-credit-hour class out of the way, but it's pretty intense, as you can imagine, putting uh, you know 16 weeks of content into two weeks. But that will be May 12th through May 26th. Um, and then we have our first summer term starts May 31st. Uh, that's the Tuesday after Memorial Day. Um, runs through June 23rd. And then our summer term uh, two starts July 5th. That's also a Tuesday. Uh, runs through July 28th. So those are great ways to really uh, get ahead or if people are a little bit behind uh, on their, their goal of, of completing in a certain amount of time, that's a great way to get some classes knocked out of the way. And then our uh, fall semester will be in August 24th. So uh, we, you know, it's not too early. That sounds like a long time away, but it's, it's really not. Um, and we encourage people to register just as quickly as possible so that they get the first choice of classes at the times they want. Um, this, the information on our course schedule, the times, the registration is, of course, all on our website, uaccm.edu. Okay. Yep. Making that process easy, as easy as possible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, do it, uh, like you said, do it as soon as possible. So it's certainly, That's right. certainly not too early. Um, but you do have some stuff coming up in the 
the summer for some some younger students those those camps which are usually pretty popular they are it's great our uh, new coordinator of workforce development and uh, community education justin moore has got a great lineup of uh, some some popular favorites from the past and also some new courses Um, we will begin uh, of course our kids college we've been doing for many years always really popular we have two sessions of that one for kindergarten and first graders and the other for uh, second and third graders. And this year's theme is going to be a day at the farm, um, but it is, uh, the they are designed to be not only fun, but educational, um, and they will focus on things like English, math, and science. Um, all of our instructors are fully licensed elementary school teachers, um, and those uh, are on, going on concurrently um, from June 6th through June 9th. Um, so registration is, of course, open on that. Um, and then we have um, one of the new classes is a fishing camp and that one will be June 13th through the 16th Um, and our instructor in welding is actually teaching that and uh, Zach Freeman and he's not only a wonderful welder he's also a very seasoned angler and so he's uh, going to be starting this for students grades four through six um, and uh, just talk about the basics of fishing learn how to identify different types of fish Um, and we have uh, horizon boats uh, from Lamar is actually donating fishing poles for all the participants in that cool. so um, we have young manufacturers Academy um, that will be in June as well June 20th through the 23rd students age uh, 12 through 14 um, and the theme for that one is the w- wonders of wood from harvest to manufacturing and um, each of the students will do a uh, do-it-yourself wood project and then they will also be able to uh, go on a tour of a wood related manufacturing company and then here from industry leaders in the timber field so um, and then uh, Career Tech Academy that's been one that's been popular for several years um, it's for ninth through 12th graders um, and it is uh, for uh, students that age to be able just to get do some career exploration in a number of fields from air conditioning refrigeration um, automotive technology industrial mechanics um, computer information systems um, and then construction and welding um, and it's only $25 per attendee it includes lunch and snacks but it's really um, it's a great time in young people's age uh, they're at, the, at that age to really start doing a career exploration sure. hands-on and really seeing if there's something that might be you know interested in pursuing as a career um, and then we have two others um, welding camp and automotive camp and those will be in July and those are also very hands-on one week uh, and uh, our instructor for automotive camp will be John Jackson he's one of our automotive instructors and then Zach Freeman will uh, our welding instructor will be also teaching that class so really excited about those again those are also information is online registration is going on now some of those will fill up pretty quickly so I do encourage people to, to act quickly on that and a lot of those are career tech and the welding and stuff are, are programs college offers anyway yes, so if you're that's right uh, you, you may be a good opportunity to find out mm-hmm. if you want to pursue that yes and uh, of course uh, again you said all that online mm-hmm. yes. and uh, i know you're talking about a uh, pretty important time at the college accreditation is is coming up yes. right? about every what 10-year process it, it is a 10-year process um we are uh, on the in the last week in April, April 25th and 26th, we will have five uh, what they call peer reviewers from the North Central Association Higher Learning Commission. It's the Higher Learning Commission that accredits institutions all over the United States, two and four-year colleges. Um, uh, Higher Learning Commission is one of six 
regional uh, crediting institutions and really I mean I can't stress the importance of being accredited enough because that's what allows colleges to award federal financial aid um, that's what allows their courses to be transferable um, it's sort of like a it's a seal of approval um, from from this institution um, with very well-trained peer reviewers from other campuses um, and we will they will be on our campus for two days we've been working on a report for the past two years um, and they have the report in their hands now they're coming from all over the country um, and they will come and visit with our students with our staff um, but they also want to visit with the community and they have set up a special open forum for community members and our stakeholders um, on um, it's going to be on Monday April 25th um, from 4.15 to 5 p.m. in the afternoon um, in our Fine Arts Auditorium. We do invite the public. We'll be putting out some more information on that, but they really want to hear feedback from the, the local community. We are, you know, the, the community's college, and they, they would like to hear from our, you know, our board members, uh, our donors, our sponsors, our, just our, the friends of the college. Um, and we hope a lot of people will show up and, and show support for us, but also hopefully um, give them some insight into, you know, what our role is here in the community and how we are uh, seen in the community as a resource. So, um, but it is, uh, yes, yeah, so one, once every 10 year uh, process. So it's involved every single faculty and staff member has been involved in the process um, and we look forward to having them here it's going to be an exciting time but um, it's you know it's a very intense two days sure. um, because it will be non-stop while they're there visiting every department um, and again visiting with students to see you know what their input is about the education that they're receiving all right so yeah good for community to get involved there and uh, as you make in April the 25th yes for that yes. okay uh -huh. All right. Well, Mary, anything else? Um, I will mention briefly that, you know, a lot of people, I think, probably heard the governor's announcement recently, the $8 million in uh, grants that he was uh, uh, go, uh, sending out to the Office of Skills Development to uh, higher education institutions. UACCM is really proud to be one of the partners in the uh, grant that UALR received for cybersecurity. Um, it's going to be a cyber learning program and it's going to involve eight different or nine different institutions uh, along with uh, UALR. But, um, you know, that is cybersecurity is certainly one of the most critical type of career fields people can go into these days. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it, it can, uh, it's going to be a really in demand occupation for probably forever, but certainly in the next decade, it's a great time for people to get into that field um, so we will be uh, announcing more about that as the program develops but we're really pleased to be a part of that yep very exciting very exciting all right well mary thank you so much thank for coming you very in. much we'll talk to it. you next time it thank is you. 802 now on kvom you've been listening to kvom's morning news watch the podcast edition